All right, what's up, everybody? Tay Nix here, back again. Welcome back to the Expat Files. This is the wrap up for Friday, June twenty third. I actually waited over the weekend because there was so much interesting stuff going on, and we'll get to that here in a second. Let me just share screen. This is, in some ways, the main story of our time, and and I hope that that remains the case. I'm talking about de-dollarization. In other words, I hope we're not talking more and more about war. Um, but that's entirely possible. And there was all kinds of drama over the weekend of uh, June 24th and 5th. And so uh, this is a story about Asian banks ditching the dollar, Asian central banks figuring out how they can operate outside the dollarized system. This was only a matter of time. Everybody knows that this is happening. Um, I think if you listen to pundits um, the kind of people like uh, the Jim Cramer's and uh, Kevin Harrington's of the financial world. Um, you, you hear the story over and over again, but who cares? Because, right, all these countries are sort of nickel and dime, penny any kind of players, and they don't amount to much. But of course, all together, they amount to a lot. Um, that a Asian central banks are ditching the dollar. And why would they do business in the enemy of their, in the currency of their enemy? Um, makes total sense. But what's interesting about this is they adopted a, a technology from Iran, right, to do it. In other words, the alternative to the SWIFT system, which is how um, large banks transfer money outside their borders. Um, and the SWIFT system, of course, is controlled by the U.S. ultimately, although it's in Brussels. Um, the SWIFT system is the messaging system that allows banks to settle transactions. And not surprisingly, right? Somebody else has figured out, well, hey, we can do a messaging system and settle uh, bank transactions, large transactions as well. And it's the Iranians who are doing this for the uh, Asian central banks. So that's kind of interesting. Um, more of that to come. I mean, the, the, the growing uh, list of countries joining the BRICS are joining the BRICS because they want to do business outside the dollar because they're fed up with the kind of coercion and the kind of nonsensical, right? We will tell everybody what to do and you better behave. And if we say jump, you better do it and not ask how high kind of bullshit that comes out of Washington. So this is not surprising. Um, but I think the thing to watch, you know, for regular people, if you're an investor, if you're a business owner, if you're somebody who cares about your freedom and your liberty for your for your following generations as well, um, it seems worthwhile to, to pay attention to this. Uh, understand, will the dollar disappear? No, probably not. I mean, the US is still a major player, but if there's a massive lack of demand for dollars because these countries are no longer transacting in dollars, and the big player in all of this is Saudi Arabia, and the Saudis too are applying to join the BRICS and they will be accepted. You can be sure of that. Um, and that all of these countries are banding together to do away with the, the, the incredible power of coercion that the U.S. has possessed because we can use our currency as a weapon against other people, other nations, um, that all of this is happening amounts to, taken together, it amounts to a lot because at a minimum, what's going to happen is there will be less demand for dollars. If there's less demand for dollars and there's approximately, I don't want to explain all of this, but you can study this online or perhaps I'll cover it in another, I'll get somebody on who can talk about it more intelligently. There's approximately $7 trillion in what's called the Euro dollar market. These are banks that are allowed to create dollars outside the US banking system. In other words, these are banks outside the United States 
that are also dealing in dollars and that create credit in US dollars, right? And if $7 trillion has to find a home and there's no place for it, right? And all that money comes back to the United States. Uh, the inflation you see today is, right? We'll have inflation unlike anything we've ever seen in history. And so all of this is very, very dangerous. I think regular people, I'm not a financial guy, but regular people need to watch this. You need to understand what's transpiring because it is going to affect you. At some moment, uh, the tipping point will be reached. And if enough countries dump the dollar and it's coming, right, then you have to look at that as affecting you personally, like your pocketbook, your savings, your retirement accounts, all of that is going to be affected because, of course, a massive influx and a huge glut of dollars is going to drive down the, the, the value of exist, existing dollars. And that's what inflation is. That's how it robs you of purchasing power. So um, a, a story to watch, to be sure. This is interesting. Uh, this clown, uh, this is Blinken. Blinken blinked. Blinken went to, to Taiwan. He got a good proper scolding by the, uh, sorry, Blinken went to China and got a, a, a proper uh, hiding by uh by Xi Jinping, um, and then immediately went on and did this. I'm not going to play it for you, but I'll put the link to the uh, to the video here in Twitter, um, where he immediately jumped on and told the world how the United States is now not in favor of Taiwan independence, is in favor of the Chinese stance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, is this a big pivot in, in foreign policy? In a sense, it had to happen. Everybody in Washington is fully aware of we have no business starting a war or taking on Russia, but even if we did that, there's no possibility you're going to fight the Chinese too. And so this to me is a positive development. Anything that avoids major conflagration and, and real world war, right, between huge, vast powers with tons and tons of ability to murder millions and hundreds of millions of people is probably a good thing. So the fact that this guy is uh, now... Uh, he looked very humbled, right, in the photo shaking uh, the Chinese president's hand. Uh, I, I suspect that that's actually a good thing for all of us. Um, if you care about your life and, and your children's life, that's probably a positive development. But we'll see what it means, because there was a lot of posturing in another theater of war over the weekend that was really the major story. Um, this is a, a story. Again, all this will be in the show notes. This is kind of interesting. Nomi Prinz works at the same company I used to work at. Um, she's a big time analyst. She was a Goldman Sachs alum, I think, Goldman, um, and, and really quite smart. And she's written a bunch of great books. And so she's very well spoken. And she's explaining, too, this issue of global trust in the dollar and why it's weakening and going away. Yeah, no kidding, Nomi. Um, but here's Ed Dowd. I came across this. This is a very worthwhile um, piece to watch. I think uh, Dowd has made himself quite a figure. He's an ex-BlackRock guy, so he's a hedge fund guy, but he put together a book called um, Cause Unknown, uh, documenting the massive right acceleration and deaths among young, otherwise healthy people. Gee, what could have caused that? You're not allowed to say, but he gives just an outstanding, outstanding um He's a, he's a numbers guy. Obviously, he's a quant, right? This is a guy who just looks at numbers and, and graphs and, and, and crunches that all day in order to make money uh, for himself and for his former employees, uh, employers. But um, he's put together such an unbelievable body of, of work and evidence. Here's the site. It's in the show notes. Uh, totality of evidence. Um, he's just tracking through the entire, the whole nonsense that we just lived through. Um, you know, and 
for anybody, I mean, chances are like if you need to be told that you were lied to about both the illness itself and what the injections did and didn't do and how much damage and whether they were safe or not, you're probably not watching this video. But look, if you care at all about what actually took place and actually look at some of the evidence that this guy has put together, it seems to me there's reasons to be genuinely concerned. The death rate in Germany uh, last we checked was 37 percent above the baseline of the previous five years before the, 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 the big COVID scandal. Um, in the UK, it's, it's almost 37%, uh, right? We don't know what the number is in the US because they won't release that data. But of course, uh, insurance companies and all the rest, and this was the thing that tipped Dow off when he first broke the story, he was talking about it because life insurance companies were, were reporting massive, massive increase in deaths. Uh, not from COVID, but from something else. Hmm. Okay, so that's kind of what I put together for the wrap up. But then, of course, on uh, Thursday or Friday, I guess it was Thursday night, uh, came the story of, I don't have anything pulled up here, came the story of a coup in Russia, right, with the Wagner Group um, led by, uh, is it Prigozhin? Um trying to take over the Soviet, trying to take over the Russian government or turning on Putin and marching on Moscow. It's very hard to know what is true, obviously. And who knows what really that was all about. It seems obviously like everything seems very staged. Everything seems staged because you're watching it on Twitter and you're getting to see, you know, sort of videos in real time of generals arguing with each other. Was any part of that real? I don't know. Right. How this guy's head is still on his shoulders. I don't know that either. I mean, if it was if it was genuinely a, an attempted uh, overthrow of the Russian government, um, it doesn't make sense that this guy would be allowed to live. But but who knows? Maybe 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 the whole thing was an act. Maybe he took money from a foreign government to to behave that way. Maybe it was a, a, a way to flush out any kind of uh, rats um, and, and any of the less uh, trustworthy people within his own organization or within the Russian army. I have no idea, but um, these are the kinds of events that you're going to see um, in something like uh, in, in a conflict like we're watching now. And nobody knows how this is going to shake out. I certainly don't. But, I, you know, for everybody, I think the, the message is the same and the message is clear. We're living through a time now when absolutely anything is possible. And so my message to all of you is that you owe it to yourself, to your family, especially if you're responsible for other people, your children, right, your future generations, to take what steps you can while you're still able to do it, and to put together the best plan that you can for weathering what could be very, very hard times. What will certainly not happen is that we will be returning to something uh, resembling pre the, the the before days of pre-2020. Um, you can be sure that that era is completely and well and truly finished and uh, for a variety of reasons. And if you're if you if you need somebody to tell you that, it means you're not paying very close attention. But understand that those days are over and the best our position here at Expat Files and the whole reason I created this organization is to give you the best options to internationalize yourself so that you can move fluidly between jurisdictions, both your family and your assets can be in places that are least likely to see uh, harm, where your assets are the least likely to be confiscated, 
where your family is the least likely to be hassled or held in under house arrest and lockdowns again and all that bullshit that we live through. There are places in the world that are benefiting from what is taking place. And this is my main message to all of you. There are many, many places where you could go where you are much freer than you are in your home country. And does that mean you need to sell everything and leave and never come back? Well, no, not necessarily. Not if you don't want to do that. And I'm certainly not saying that anybody has to do that. It's not my opinion that you have to flee for your life. But having a good backdoor escape plan already in place is much, much better than not having one right now. And also, it's so easy to do. Most of what you need to do to put your assets out of the reach of your home government can be done from your home, from your living room. You could pick up the phone and call and get some of this stuff uh, underway and have it done within a matter of weeks. And uh, if for no other reason than just sleeping better, right, you'll know that your family wealth, your generational wealth that you're building up, that you've worked hard to accumulate, is going to be safe from the worst of what's coming. Um, I tell you how we do this. Uh, if you want to get over to Sovereign Expat Files, that's files, P-H-Y-L-E-S. Um, the uh, address to the website is below. You can also see some of this for yourself and read a free report about the four major pillars. There's four things primarily that you have to do to make sure that you're as safe and as bulletproof as you can make yourself at this time. Everything else is gonna have to be done basically by improvisation, depending on what happens in the world. But by and large, you will have set yourself up to protect yourself from the number one risk of all, which is political risk inside your home country. If you're in the US or Canada, this is especially true and it's especially poignant. And also understand this window to, to take action is not gonna remain open forever. At some point, capital controls are coming, people controls are coming. We've already seen people controls during the, the lockdown years. Um, and so all of this is, is now very, very time critical. Um, but you do have the option to, to take uh, steps to protect yourself, to protect your family, to set yourself up so that you have options when things get really ugly and they will get ugly before all of this is finally settled and, and, and everything uh, shakes out into whatever the new cycle is going to be. So that's my hope for all of you. You can contact me if you want to get this done quickly. I have an entire team of people in place. We specialize in creating very, very customized, bespoke kind of, of solutions for people who know if you want to get your business to another jurisdiction or be able to move it instantly to another jurisdiction, if you want to set yourself up with asset protection, if you want to tell you how to do that, if you want to get your brokerage accounts and bank accounts and hard assets and all of these things into a legal structure that protects you from even confiscation from your home government. Yes, this is possible. Yes, this is totally legal to do, but we don't know for how much longer. And of course, the big one, where are you going to take your family? If there's real trouble in your home country, where, where are you and your wife and your kids going to go? Right. This is worth thinking about now, because if the trouble comes, it's going to be too late to think about it. It's going to be too late to do anything except hunker down and, and weather the storm in place. And that's not what you want to be doing. History tells us that the best, best solution to the kind of trouble that countries are facing today, um, even countries in the West, even countries in Europe and North America, right, is to simply get out of town. That means remove yourself from the, the, the hotspot Remove yourself, remove your, your loved ones, and get your assets to high ground, and you'll be much better off for it, whereas in the, in the worst possible case, right, you end up with a great vacation someplace, um, and maybe a great vacation home that gives you a nice fat return by the time all the dust settles when, you, when it's time to sell, 
versus not having that option at all. And so that's my hope for all of you. Thanks very much. If you head over to uh, Sovereign Expat Files, there's all kinds of other good material for you to read and educate yourself on. And if you want to get in touch with me, the contact information is below this video. Thanks very much. And uh, everybody stay safe. I'll talk to you in a week.